0: Let's talk about the highs that you've mm-hmm. not mentioned when you're talking about your career path. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> Some of the highs, I think, uh when... But, you know... <sighs> when you when you're feeling and I think I've already talked about this when you're feeling like you're not working adequately enough mm-hmm. and things you moving fast enough mm-hmm. and then someone comes in like the other day, my supervisor mm-hmm. uh from here prof mm-hmm. was just talking to the team, and then she mentions. My name or someone's name, and she's calling you out to praise you or to tell you that you're always working so hard and you're impressive. And actually, being told that after you've just had this week where things haven't been going your way Mm. and uh, things are just not working, and you're full of self doubt and you're Mm. asking yourself why you're even here and things are not making sense, but then she comes out and says look at Lillian, she's mm. been doing this she's working hard do this and this like her now, that's one of the high moments and it feels very small but then mm. that sort of validation mm. it just brings you back to life and you feel this energy to keep pushing so this code isn't working, but prof can see that I've been working hard. Yeah. let me push further and see if I can fix it. you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, another high I feel like every time I have to talk about my work, mm. even in presentations it's a it's a it's usually a high for me, and often it it comes from this part where when I started when I started doing my presentations or even from masters or before then Mm. I would always freak out because um I'm very shy and I don't like being the center of attention and I don't want people to be looking and listening to me I need to be behind someone else who's talking Mm. and it would really scare me to be in front of people and be talking about what I'm working on Mm. for 30 minutes straight and everyone is just looking at me. That was very scared, scary. Mm. But now we've transitioned from that fear to where I've gotten to a point where I can... It's not 100% confident, but Mm. there's some confidence in it where I... I'm excited to talk to someone about my research. I can sit stand in front of people and rave about something that I'm working on or tell them something that I'm finding difficult in some difficulty in and having them tell me their opinion or how to help. Because also another thing about me was being very closed off, you're scared to ask for help Mm. and yeah, you don't want to look like you can't, you can't process things fast, like you're a slow person, but that's not it. But I've gotten to a point where I can confidently come and say, I've been working on this and it's not working. Can you help me? I can stand in front of people and talk about my research and not feel bad if someone gives me a bad critique on it, because then I would go back and look at what they were saying constructively mm. and then see if I can get that into my project. So I think presentations are now becoming highlights of my career also.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that yeah. you said that because we had this conversation before. I don't know if it's part of the last recording or still there, but we had these mm-hmm. conversations where um, being introverted and uh, mm-hmm. b- a- apart from being introverted, you're also shy because being Mm introverted does not equal shyness it's just an additional Mm -hmm. uh, that can happen in Mm -hmm. some people and you you will have you want this career path that uh, involves Mm -hmm. a a scientist do people think that being a scientist you you can just be closed off and just do your own things Mm -hmm. and but for you to excel in it or to grow in it you need to talk to people you need to network with people you need to do all these things that are out of a comfort zone yeah. and I think at that time I even yeah. gave an analogy of how myself as an introvert or myself as someone who sometimes struggles with certain, certain things in life when it comes to mm-hmm. and learning a new skill so um and i had mm-hmm. already given you an example of how I taught myself to do chapati something I actually don't like eating and yeah <laughs> and um
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the and now at least my mom can actually, you know, um, <laughs> actually recently, this mm-hmm. is a funny story, recently, not recently, is it yesterday mm-hmm. or the other day when, um, okay. I don't know. I've never said this in public domain, but I do not, I'm not mm-hmm. a chose person. I'm the first one, but mm-hmm. I'm not a chose person. <laughs> I am the firstborn but I don't really enjoy those things. And, um, mm-hmm. And naturally, I just never really used to cook. But it doesn't mean I don't know how to cook. I know how to cook. Uh, Actually, I am a very Mm -hmm. good cook. But I didn't really enjoy that. So I never used to do that. Uh, But one thing that I really hated was uh, um, chapati. And recently, I remember there was this conversation where I was um, on a video call uh, with uh, Mm -hmm. my current... Oh, this is so weird to say this. My current boyfriend. I have not had a buffet in a <laughs> long time, so it's mm-hmm. really weird to see that. Um, and uh, when we were, then I, I needed to do something that I had to go to the kitchen, and my mom called me to do. She was like, "Oh, okay. So you said you'll do the chapati uh, thing. Mm-hmm. So can you come and do it?" And um, mm-hmm. it just it, it just never happened. My mom will never want me to touch <laughs> anything to do with chapatis, like. That. <laughs> No, no don't do it. I'll do it. It's okay. <laughs> Chapatis yeah, will just be the map of Africa and map of Europe and <laughs> or mm-hmm. so hard or, I don't know. I never I never really indulge in that. I like, just didn't care because I never used to like chapati. Me I'll just eat one chapati or people will be eating mm-hmm. chapati and just, I'll just choose to cook my own ugali and eat with whatever they the stews that are there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, um and now Bible friends get to talk to my mom and uh, I don't, just had a weird conversation typical African mm-hmm. sometimes it's really annoying that conversation of where oh <coughs> she is she cooking or whatever but uh, it was mm-hmm. just a small talk and um, it's not like that's the basis of our relationship I, I'm not that yeah. kind of thing so um, mm-hmm. then mom was like oh yeah she knows how to cook her chapatis are very soft and rounded <laughs> don't know why she learned that <laughs> but she came back and because i was not i, I was not living here she came back and she was like oh okay has chapatis are soft mm-hmm. and chapatis are you know round mm-hmm. and i was like wow looking back i am i was not that person who mm-hmm. actually cooked chapati that is edible you know <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, i was just giving her that example in the, in the sense mm-hmm. that we, we can just choose to do something very uncomfortable. for me i was doing that to achieve something i was trying to say you know uh, there's some things that Mm -hmm. i I don't feel very comfortable doing but i can do them Mm -hmm. uh, to achieve something Mm -hmm. so i was like let me do something that i actually don't enjoy and see if i can be good at it so chapati and cakes were one of those things so i think we can intentionally do something uh to, yeah, to grow into something true. and I love that you said this mm. about presentations because uh, at ILRI where mm-hmm. I was International Livestock Research Institute there is this the capacity development mm-hmm. side where they teach in terms of science communication skills and the presentations mm-hmm. are you know one of the things that we have to do as scientists to grow and so it's something that you said mm-hmm. you know I wish we, you know, we were taught certain things like those like networking mm-hmm. and presentations yeah. and um Uh, That is one thing. Like everybody, when when they talk about presentations, there's this thing about you know, there's the addition of you know making your. Like I like the way you you explain your science. It's you you make Mm -hmm. someone understand what you're saying. You know, uh. -hmm. Apart from that, there's the aspect people people always ask, how do you become confident to explain? Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing that people want to know. How do How do I stand in front of people and explain my research in the most... I think there's a time we're saying goodbye to someone who was leaving to Mm -hmm. UK and uh, Mm -hmm. at that time I had had this conversation with someone who's you know, black like me and uh, has been in the outside world, has excelled in the outside world and they, they said something very, that stuck with me, like, uh, don't, you know, we, we go out there and you see that there's a difference in terms of confidence between someone who's coming from Africa um, and mm-hmm. someone who's, I don't know, who's not coming from Africa. Let me just say that. Say that. Mm-hmm. Um You'll find that this person who's coming from Africa, they're they're not as confident on how they see things. Like there's something they're explaining some really crazy nice research, you know, mm-hmm. like what you've done, like you found out about are this specific that has not been recorded before, and you, mm-hmm. um, you're talking about some serious research, you, some nice research, but the confidence mm-hmm. that you portray even when standing in front of people just makes people want mm-hmm. to doubt. Like you're just creating space mm-hmm. for people to doubt what you're trying to see but someone who's doing Mm -hmm. some not so serious okay i'm not saying that they're less but they're not as (laughs) uh, revolutionary Mm
2: -hmm.
0: as Mm -hmm. someone but the the confidence that the inner confidence that they have in experience you're like wow you will be like wow but someone who doesn't have confidence (laughs) in saying something Mm -hmm. that is actually more new revolutionary, you'd be like oh are you sure what you're saying? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not sure about your, your research, you know. And mm-hmm. you're talking about that, I think it's very essential to someone for someone who's not confident in um presenting yeah. their their work that it it it's it's not like automatic. You don't just like, you know, happen. Mm-hmm. It it yeah, is a it's process. not automatic.
1: Yeah it takes time yeah. and also mm. you need to to know that there's some people who will be there in your presentation just to bring you down mm. there's some, some people are waiting for you to mess up and then they'll come up with some weird questions <sighs> just to see you look like you don't know what you're talking about yeah. so you have to be ready for for such because it will happen yeah yeah, mm-hmm. it can happen. It shouldn't throw you off balance. You yeah. just have to believe really that people are different. This one is going to try and uh, pull me down, but I'll still stay standing.
0: And it's I think just the, part of yeah, part of being mm-hmm. a scientist. And I think someone else also said, mm-hmm. you know, someone who's you know all grown and all that, but they mm-hmm. still struggle. They're like, oh my god, I'll go back to the university, and there's this lecturer who still, you know, ask me some. You Know there, there are people who do not know how to communicate, or there are people who are just up there just to put you down, and they're not mm-hmm. giving constructive <laughs> criticism. <laughs> criticism. Yeah. Yes, they are they, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, and th- that is a like that is a genuine fear that happens. Apart from the mm-hmm. people not having confidence, full confidence when pre- presenting their work, there's also that fear that there's someone who's going to tell me there's something wrong with what I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Um. Yeah. So, uh, is there any other high? Mm-hmm. And I, and I love that uh, that thing about your your current supervisor in South Africa who oh first is she's female and the other thing is uh she encourages you even when you feel like you've not done so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah it just yeah, fires up. Very good. <laughs> good character in her another high i think my highs are about to i'm still not there yet but Mm -hmm. i'm counting on some publications being my highs very soon yeah yeah so far i can't think of any other highs Mm -hmm. oh no i the 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 friends that i've made Mm -hmm. so um uh, we've used this word introverted so many times. We probably need to look for a synonym for it. Yeah. But being introverted, it's it's so hard to make friends. Mm. But what surprised me was when I moved to South Africa, because now I'm refreshed and re-energized and mm. I'm ready to make new connections. Mm. I've been able to make some friends that I think would last a lifetime. Mm. and now, because my my friends' list back home isn't that big, and all of them are coming from the same place. Mm-hmm. now I'm working on having these friends from different places mm-hmm. and with different personalities and having different perspectives and Now we've gotten close enough we can go out together to the beach or do get some go hiking just have some productive Mm -hmm. activities going on and even aside from just the fun times the friend group that i have Mm -hmm. are always ready to sort of bump up their cv Mm -hmm. and we're not talking about just having things surrounding phd or just fun times Mm -hmm. we're talking about now trying to tutor people outside um Mm -hmm. um Outside campus so students that need help so one of the highs I guess would be from my friend I was able to get an opportunity to be a judge in some scientific contest Wow that had yeah that was very really interesting it was so fun I don't even know why I forgot mm-hmm. so there were students coming from different schools Um it, Around year, year 6 to year 11, mm-hmm. that's from, in Kenyan school system, that's from class 6 to form 1, form 2, mm-hmm. not, um, yeah, so that age group. So we had students coming from all over the region with different projects and they have posters and they have demos and these are young kids Mm -hmm. and just going to judge their projects and seeing how these kids are really being innovative and also seeing the disparity between different uh schools where you have public schools that don't have much supplies Mm -hmm. and then you have private schools that have all the fancy equipment to be able to do this project and meeting the students and talking to them and seeing how they decided to select a project because usually the process would be a student thinks of a project idea and they would go to their teacher Mm -hmm. and see how to conceptualize that project so Mm -hmm. essentially this is the student's project that they're coming up with but Mm -hmm. with the guidance of the teacher getting it to the final step and now they're exhibiting it out and people are looking at their work and being so impressed. So that whole, having getting that opportunity, it was through a friend of mine that I've met here and going through the whole exhibition and looking at all the things that these kids are, are working on and how their brains work. It was very impressive. Yeah. I don't think there was even one project that I wasn't impressed with. It was mm. very impressive and some are not even just like biological sciences we're talking mm. about physics mm. we're talking about math there was a student that had come up with a software that would help learn math faster, wow. it was very interesting, I was so impressed and I, I think, I don't know if Kenya does this but I feel like we used to have things called science fair mm. <laughs> back back yeah. back, yeah. sometime back but it's it's something that needs to happen. It, it also helps when the students now get in touch with now students from the university and actually they get very inspired to want to go to university and maybe continue in the line of where their project is going. Because then when they select the project, it's usually because they are really interested in it and they yeah. might want to go through to the end. That was one of the high. It was called ESCOM Young Scientists Exhibition. Mm,
2: okay.
0: Yeah. And do you don't you think talking of friends, don't you think that introverts make more? I don't know, long lasting friends. Like it's, I don't see it as a disadvantage when an introvert is trying to make friends. They because you've mentioned that that you they are they are for the long term. So you get to you know, I don't know. I feel like since we, they're intuitive human beings, they they tend to mm-hmm. be more observing mm-hmm. and see what can work for me and what cannot work for me. Don't you think so?
1: Yeah, uh, um, I I think you're right. Actually, mm. when you say that. It mm. might take a longer time. Uh, yeah, it might. <laughs> it, it might. Mm. It does, actually. Mm. It does. It's it's normal for humans. You need to observe and it will take
0: long, a longer time. It does. I feel like you're very passionate about mentorship. Do you, I think you should connect with uh, Dr. Gladys Mietich. I think I've interviewed her before. Yeah, I've interviewed mm-hmm. her before. i thing I'm thinking, and I think she has a she does have um something to do with girls mentorship pro program. I'll 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 find out more about that. But she's the mm-hmm. author of the PhD journey. i also oh yeah, I've seen that book. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's the same person I'm talking about. She has Mm -hmm. an organization in Kenya that does the mentorship thingy. Um, And she does that when she comes back to Kenya for her visits. You should connect. Yeah, and and
1: and really love to be a part of that. Like mentorship, I've I've just realized how important mentorship is throughout Mm. uh, my journey and Mm. it's something that I would like to pass on to anyone else or
0: the one okay yeah. so you mm-hmm. mentioned about hiking you mentioned the other things I would like to know more about what have you been doing that has nothing to do with science, The hobbies because um, you've had a very good <gasps> conversation uh, about your career <laughs> any, but I, do. yeah, I don't know what, what do you do when you're not doing science um, I think
1: especially during lockdown, that's when I try to venture into different hobbies. But mm. I have some that that still stuck even after the pandemic, after things get got closed down. Mm. Once things opened up, so I love reading a lot. Mm-hmm, so I have yeah. a whole bookshelf of books. Mm-hmm. You still and,
0: maintaining the culture?
1: <laughs> yeah, still maintaining that culture. <laughs> yeah. And that. It's just that I'm scared if I get too many books here Mm. because I know I would never leave my books behind. I'd rather leave my clothes behind but still carry my books. (laughs) If if it comes to time when I have to come back to Kenya, if I have too many books, then I'll have to leave a lot of clothes just to carry the books. (laughs) So I have quite a number of books that I've enjoyed. (laughs) Some of them, I've read them, but um, aside from that, I tried out some new things. I tried um, being a small-scale farmer, and when it comes to small-scale farming, I mean having potted plants. So Mm -hmm. I've been growing some succulents here and there Mm -hmm. in in my room. And they've been sizing, so I think I might have a green thumb. If science doesn't work out, I might mm-hmm. go into farming mm-hmm. or for retirement, or it can be my side hustle. Okay. Um, and I, uh, what else have I tried out that was fun? So, planting, breeding. I did do some knitting. I've been knitting, like, scarves because then that's straight, and you don't need a lot of
0: Meeting? fancy design. Yeah, or fancy.
1: knitting. Oh, knitting.
0: scarves. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh,
1: scarves, like, is sweaters. But mm. the only thing I can do is scarves. Okay, scarves <laughs> are easy to do.
0: Mm. But mm. you can do just do the, the um, see the same thing as sweaters. I used to knit when I was really mm. younger. But recently, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, I went from knitting, especially with mm-hmm. the not real, nini metal like kn- whatever that mm-hmm. that thing. I used to use uh, mm-hmm. you know the the kifagio. What is kifagio in English? Ah, the broomstick. Ah uh-uh. yes. yes, I know. <laughs> so I used to use that and make a whole sweat out of it um oh wow yeah really yeah and uh that is when i was way younger but after Mm -hmm. in my university days i started crocheting but Mm -hmm. not crocheting uh uh, witambas. What is witambas in English? Oh my, English is so hard. Oh, it's just disappearing. <laughs> oh, it's just I don't know. Yeah. So I'll mm-hmm. I'll make instead of uh, instead of that because my mom used to do that early on before she moved to making mm-hmm. soap and detergents and all that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I moved to crocheting my own. So my my university handbags and bags backpacks. I used to make my own yeah. or market mm-hmm. bag or just. Different to bags. I used to like that or mm. to a porch. I used to make my own. Then I moved to that mm-hmm. to making um, what is it called? Mats. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was it like those tapestry ones? I don't know what they used to call them. The fluffy mats. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I've always wanted to learn how to do that. Even crocheting. Mm. I, I need to learn that. I always
0: wanted to learn that. How do you feel after having that crochet, uh, knitting session? Like, why do you do it?
1: I, I, I did it because, um, I used to do it because I felt like I was spending too much of my time on the screen. Mm. Um, and I needed a break from it. Oh, okay. and, um, yeah. And, back in the day my aunt used to knit a lot and Mm. also she used to crochet so most of the sweaters that we had while we were kids were usually knitted by my aunt and Mm. I thought that oh so starting from just one thread you can make a whole (laughs) thing and I wanted to just try out and see if it's something that I can do Mm -hmm. but unfortunately I'm just going to stick on Stick to scarves because Mm -hmm. I don't know how to start making sweaters. But I'm really impressed. You used to make whole (laughs) bands. Maybe I should try and see if I can do it.
0: Okay.
1: uh, Yeah, I have that. And also, Mm -hmm. I took up, um, yoga. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I still can't, can't bend as much as (laughs) the the yoga experts do. But yeah, it helps. Yeah, mm. there's some progress there, a little bit, a little bit. It helps? It's just, you just have to be consistent, mm. I guess, with all of this, consistency Things. is key, even just for your hobbies. Mm. even when it comes to knitting. It's because I haven't been consistent, that's why I haven't gotten better. But mm. if I was, mm. maybe I could be able to make something more than just a scarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What else?
1: You you see, most of my hobbies are mostly (laughs) very indoors kind of hobbies. Not outdoors. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm trying to change that so I'm I'm more open to saying yes when I have to go for hikes, Mm. walk around, because also I'm not very Mm. (laughs) exercise-y. I get tired fast Mm. when I'm hiking, Mm. but yeah, it's something I want to take on. Mm. Mm. Okay.
0: What were you doing before? Mm. Like, are there any hobbies that you remember from early on that you're no longer doing? Hobbies that I no longer do. Yeah, from early um, on in life. Apart from reading, mm. reading is a long-term hobby. Yeah, that one's stuck.
1: Mm. It's it's just part of me. It doesn't even really feel like. A hobby mm. something. <laughs> a part of me. Um, what are you reading,
0: by the way, currently?
1: Uh, currently, mm. and this is just because of Game of Thrones, mm. uh, whatever's happening right now, mm. I'm reading mm. Fire and Blood by George R.R. Martin. So this is science fiction. Mm. and It's a prequel to Game of Thrones and mm. it's and the show that's currently showing, The House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. is based on this book.
2: Mm-hmm. I had
1: gotten it back in 2020, but it's mm-hmm. really huge, mm-hmm. and I forgot to read about it.
0: So um, now you remember, and now you now now
1: I've gotten the motivation be- because I don't want to watch the show mm-hmm. before reading the book.
0: Oh, okay, so I also my watch aim movies. to read the book first. I
1: do. Mm. I've fallen a bit behind on that, but I love movies. Mm. When I'm back home, it's Mm. something that my sister, brother, and I connect with together. It's sort of our bonding session, watching movies, going to IMAX. And what we love watching are usually mostly Marvel movies. So Mm. superhero movies are our kryptonite. Mm. (laughs) So we would when we were together in the same city because now we aren't we would go out and watch one of these marvel movies and then just analyze it and we would always have these indoor jokes that our parents didn't get because they didn't watch the mm. marvel movies but it was a way for us to connect and it's actually something i really miss so whenever i'm home mm. i think we go to I master with my brother because my sister is currently in Europe. Mm. She's doing her master's in Europe.
2: Mm. So
1: I'm just left with my brother to connect with and he's usually very open to going out and watch movies because that's our theme. Mm. Movie. But there you, yeah.
0: you had mentioned that your siblings are all doing masters now. Mm. Mm. What I, Do you want to say more about what they're doing? I, I, I'm interested in how Close knit people influence other people's mm.
1: career.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I I think okay. So, um, uh, my brother is hmm. the middle child, the second born. Hmm. His name is Elvis. Hmm. He did um his undergrad was on civil engineering, so his master's is also on. Civil engineering. Mm. Um, I think from a very young age, I c- I can't see him as anything else other than an engineer, mm. based on his likes, how how he was. He would want to see how things work mechanically, mm. and it's just something that he did. He got into naturally because mm. I remember the times when. People would say that he wants to be a pilot. Mm. But I don't think that's him. It's just been... The way he looks at things, it's very mechanical. Mm. And um, my sister did her undergrad in applied mathematics Mm. and her master's is on the same. Mm. And she's doing it in Hungary right Mm. now. Um, And also for her I guess we're three completely different personalities. Hmm. Me being closed off, my hmm. brother, I don't know how to describe him. Hmm. So sometimes I feel like I've figured him out. Sometimes <laughs> it's like he's a totally new person, but he's always impressing me. He has a very brilliant mind. Hmm. You know, he's one of those people who, for me, I had to like really read to be an A student. For hmm. him, it comes naturally Mm. he would read something once and it's like it's stuck Mm. for me i would have to like sit and read and reread and reread again for it to stick in Mm. my head so that's uh, i don't know how he got influenced if any of them got influenced from me, mm. <laughs> something. On the other hand, my sister's personality. So she's not introverted. She's very Extra. out there.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, she she knows her rights and she's going to speak out if anyone <laughs> tries to come at her. Mm. <laughs> they better come correct. Mm. <laughs> she's very strong-willed and sometimes she really does inspire me. She's my baby sister, but. I also look up to her, Mm. because she's not one to be pushed around, and Mm. also she's a go-getter. She'll know what she wants to do, and she'll go for it. And what's interesting about my sister, this is probably something that, it should be her podcast, Mm. her talking about it, but Mm. I'm just going to brag about my sister a little bit. So after her undergraduate, Mm. once she had finished her undergraduate, she knew she wanted to go to Europe. She Mm. knew she wanted to study outside. Mm. And also she knew she didn't want to ask my parents for help Mm. to go and study abroad. She wanted to do it on her own and she was self-driven to do it. Mm. So she applied she looked for universities ablo- uh, 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 around um, Netherlands and Turkey and Hungary. So different um, countries in Europe. She yeah. would look for opportunities online and she would send them and ask if they look like, if the programs look like, um, they're good enough or not and Mm -hmm. i would give my opinion but then she would already have in her mind how she's going to be applying for these things and Mm -hmm. what she wants out of them Mm -hmm. so that's how she started applying for scholarships for, for from for this different universities, mm. and she did get this opportunity in 2020 and she had started her master's online because by then people were scared of covid and mm. things were closed up schools were closed up so she was allowed to do it online and she started the program and it got to a point where she saw that where this program is going mm. eh, it's not where she was hoping it would go Uh the things that they were learning isn't what she wanted personally Uh and she wanted to prove to herself that she is choosing to drop out of this um program not Uh because she can't do it Uh but because it's not what she wanted so she made sure that she got that first semester done and once she had done her exams and she had passed she dropped out of that program Uh and So she's the kind of person who won't just get stuck in a program because it's the easy way out. Mm. She's going to push for what she wants. Mm. So she said, this isn't for me. Mm. I'm going to look for a program that has something that is for me. Mm. And that's how she got her second scholarship. And that's where she is in Hungary right now, doing applied math and doing what she loves. And also, aside from that, she's a writer. Mm -hmm. She's a very active person. (laughs) She's always doing something. Whenever I call her, she's always working, always doing something to improve herself. She's an inspiration. I always tell her that probably either her or my brother, one of them was supposed to be a firstborn, Mm. and me, the baby (laughs) of the family, because I'm so (laughs) soft-hearted. They are very strong people. I
0: mean, introverts are... Are better yeah. leaders than extroverts, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that if you're this way, then you shouldn't be up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? Mm-hmm. Al- say the names if you want to.
1: Oh yeah my my brother's name is Elvis mm. Christian Ikoha Angango. He has four names, mm. and my sister's name is Pauline Mwabishi Angango. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. okay um do you still write you said earlier on that you still journal is it a hobby that
1: yeah i I still do i still journal Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i still write down i had started a sort of blog where i would write my thoughts but then it's not public (laughs) it's a private blog Mm -hmm. so i i still try to keep at it I might have fallen off the wagon mm. some time back mm. because it's been a while since I wrote anything in the in my journal entry but yeah, I still like it. I usually like when I start start writing, um in this zone and I just keep writing mm. until I'm done. That that space, that headspace is what I'm missing right now because I'm constantly worried about something that I might have forgotten that I need to do. With my PhD oh. or, you know, a deadline that I might have forgotten. So mm. it keeps getting me out of the zone that I want to be to mm. be able to write. Mm, okay. But aside from journaling, also I write fictional stories. Mm. But then also I, I don't have the heart to share it to anyone ah. <laughs> yet because yeah, imposter syndrome still happens and sometimes you and like maybe it's not good enough, but yeah, I write fictional stories. And I actually enjoy writing fictional stories because most of them are based off of me
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the things I, I, I go through but I sort of exaggerate them, escalate mm. them a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's this Commonwealth. Yes. Commonwealth mm. writer's award something. They are asking for people to submit. Um, they are yes. Uh, it's mm. open. It, it opened in first September. I saw it yesterday. Actually, it just popped on my LinkedIn or something. You should look for it. I think I should send you a link if if I get it. But I'm sure if you Google Commonwealth Writers something competition award something to do with that, and uh, this mm-hmm. is good prize money, uh, but it's mm-hmm. fiction it's fiction writing so you've mentioned fiction i was like hey, you should just submit what, oh. what what what's the harm of <laughs> submitting Who <You> will know <laughs> who will know if you did get it nobody just submit it? it for That's the sake of submitting it no it will not be published anywhere whatever and you never know you mm-hmm. might actually get it you know yeah it's
1: actually a very good opportunity
0: yes and you never even if you don't get it you, which might spark you to write up yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's still yeah so it's a talent mm-hmm. that you should use to get to make some money and
1: and that's also something that someone talked about was someone was telling me like when you see ads out there don't mm-hmm. ever feel like they're beyond you mm-hmm. you need to be open to just apply be ready for rejection even even though you get rejected, it was an opportunity that you applied. And now you know how the application process happens. So yes. next time you do it better and better, mm. you get better. But never be closed off. Just apply. Keep applying. And I think that's how I kept applying things before I got my PhD fellowship. Mm. So I wasn't looking into... No, this th- they're asking for this much experience. I only have this much experience. Mm. It doesn't hurt to try.
0: Yes, that's
1: some good advice. Yeah,
0: it doesn't hurt to try. Best movie, mm. best book you like. To recommend. <laughs> yeah, recommend a book or a movie. Uh, uh... <laughs> your mm-hmm. b- favorite movie or TV show, or my, your my favorite movie. Book? Mm. my favorite
1: book mm. right hey, now you already
0: I'm started with your book <laughs> <laughs> you <a> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite book is actually a, a set of books mm. so I really love Harry Potter mm. so my favorite <laughs> my favorite books are all the Harry Potter books by J.K. Rowling
0: Okay.
1: and um, Actually, I've been thinking of getting because I already have the book set, but mm-hmm. I, they have these new ones that are out that are more graphical, mm. has more pictures. And I'm thinking, I know I already have a book set, but I also want this other one because <laughs> it looks <was> so good. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, My favorite movie, mm. Oof. I love Marvel. Uh-huh. And my favorite movie is Marvel. It's so hard to choose. Mm. But I'm just going to say it's Avengers Infinity War. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, That was my best movie from Mm. Marvel. Because how it ends in such a cliffhanger. I remember when I left the cinema with my brother. Mm. I was just shocked. I could not even talk. Though it Mm. ended. I was like. I so shocked. And I feel like that's the experience movies need to leave you with. Mm. So, yeah, it, it, it was an interesting experience. And I feel like I enjoy such movies more because it's already a connection to my family. Mm. So even when I'm here, when I watch another movie, mm. it just, yeah, it reminds me of uh, good memories with my brother and my sister. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if i have like one of those movies or one of those books you know that inspire people that you know
0: scholarly <laughs> <You laughs>
1: people to. need to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are looking for you know legit stuff on you know the alchemist that? Yeah. you know yeah, someone but, someone else uh, said
1: with, with, with the books. Are, uh, I'm going light, and I'm just going for the fictional thing mm.
0: Someone actually said yeah. what you've just said. They're like, uh, I mm-hmm. don't have those hobbies that you know, scientists are supposed to be having. <laughs> that are supposed to be, I don't know, doing something to your brain or something. I just do stuff, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love I love your movie suggestion. Harry Potter, mm. ah, your book suggestion, mm-hmm. Harry Potter. For someone who was waiting mm. for you to be geeky about it, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, is there is there a hobby that you mm-hmm. h- hope to do or so you you been that thinking kind? about a hobby that you've been thinking about but you've never gotten yourself to do it? Mm.
1: Ah. Oh. Mm. I've always wanted to try um what's it called? Like something really crazy like bungee jumping off uh-huh. a cliff. Mhm. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if my heart is strong enough to take on that adrenaline rush, but I've always wanted to try that.
2: And Off my, flame. my,
1: my, yeah, <laughs> yeah bungee jumping. Yeah. And I, I don't know. My aim is to do that at least once before I leave South Africa, before yeah. I finish my PhD. Yeah. Um, I have gone abseiling sailing where you walk down a cliff. Uh-huh. and it was interesting and i didn't panic that much that's why i I feel like bungee jumping might not be so bad uh-huh. so i want to incorporate more physically active hobbies uh-huh. rather than all these very chilled hobbies that i currently
0: have uh-huh. mm-hmm. okay okay all right um mm-hmm. yeah is there is there anything that you do that uh, once you're off your computer and doing your PhD that you do right now that you've not talked about Sorry I lost you in the last bit Yeah is there any hobby that you do that um you do not how do I say like is what is that thing what is that other thing that you do that it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with your your PhD, um you being on the computer, like what else do you do that you enjoy?
1: Yeah, I I also do paint sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at it, but mm. I enjoy just mixing up colours mm. in a canvas and some of my paintings are actually on my wall. I mm. know they're not good, but I look at them and I'm just full of pride Mm. (laughs) the masterpiece that I've created from a plain white canvas Mm. so yeah I do enjoy painting I don't know if I'd want to like work hard at it to make it perfect I like the mess that my paintings are in Mm. at the moment Mm. So it's not something that I would want to, like, go for art classes and find how to maybe paint a landscape perfectly. Mm. It's just the imperfection in my painting mm. that make it, you feel like there's a story behind behind it, yeah.
0: yeah. I love that. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will be publishing mm. them publicly one day.
1: <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah. In my memoir, I'm uh, going to be there. Okay. <laughs>
0: um we've had a nearly six hour conversation wow yeah with its ups and downs of Mm. internet and losing recording and (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i don't know are you hungry by the way did you eat because it started at 11
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I usually go to church at 7.30. So Uh, when I got back from church, that's when I had my breakfast. So I'm not really that hungry. Okay. Mm I am hungry. And also I was, I was so excited to be able to finally do this because I Uh, know uh, what happened last time. mm.
0: Yeah. So me personally, I'm hungry. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm wondering. I really, really, really enjoyed this conversation. But I'm wondering. Um, mm-hmm. yes, I enjoyed myself. I'm wondering how 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 are you feeling? How do you feel after having this conversation and just talking about your story for this long? How do you feel, honestly? Um, you know, there's
1: th- this bit of elation or happiness. Mm. (laughs) that comes from thinking about all these highs and lows Mm. and seeing how far you've come. Mm. So for me this whole conversation has has uplifted my spirit even coming into the new week and Mm. knowing that there are some deadlines hanging over my head for the other weeks Mm. coming Mm. but being able to sit down and have this peaceful and truly truly (laughs) Uh, uplifting conversation that makes you smile throughout. And mm. I'm not even lying, I've been mm. smiling the entire time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, that's nice. <laughs> it's, it's such a nice change to what I'd normally do on the weekends, because mm. usually I'd come home and just maybe read a book, have a quiet day, as i mm. do my laundry, And mm. now I'm having a conversation with mm. someone and I'm talking about things I like, and you remember when we started i I was worried that i I might not have enough things to mm-hmm. say, but now it's like <laughs> uh, i I can't stop talking. I need to stop talking <laughs> I can't I really enjoyed it so much um,
0: <laughs> yeah to, um talking about talking, I've forgotten to ask you one last question <laughs> is mm-hmm. what is the thing that you wanted to talk about? But I did not ask.
1: Mm. Something I want to talk about. I think you're very Tara. I think (laughs) (laughs) we've covered everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, very Tara.